0: It can be a dark world sometimes. Don't be afraid to be a source of light. It can be a dark world sometimes. Don't be afraid to
1: be a source of light.
2: Peace, good people. Peace. How you feeling today?
1: I'm feeling happy, Rika. How are you feeling?
2: Happy is that's a powerful feeling,
1: it's on the feelings wheel.
2: Yeah, I am Oof. feeling a combination of grateful, yeah, present, mm-hmm. I and feel aware. Like,
1: okay, I was gonna yeah. say, I feel like there's one more. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you
2: all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmation with Felicia and Kariga,
1: with Kariga and Felicia,
2: and most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. I talked about feeling grateful present and aware i think these feelings in context with today's conversation i express so often how grateful i am that we have a space where we can come and talk about these experiences yeah but i think it's also framed in the reality that i'm a black man mm. and i come here and I find a space to talk about parts of my identity that many brothers don't have mm-hmm. the space to explore
0: mm-hmm Mm -hmm.
2: And I get to be a part of the black love podcast network while exploring my feelings and making room Mm -hmm. for other brothers to do the same
1: powerful work.
2: So I think that's part of like the, that's part of my gratitude always. Yeah. I'm also aware of how I got where I am today and the feelings that led me here.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: So yes, they're big. The feelings are big
1: and there's room for them here.
2: Yeah. I can't shrink them, but I'm happy to experience them in fullness. So just recently, my family and I. This is a unique word too. Celebrated, like gathered, like gather, what,
1: right? Memorialize.
2: Yeah, we experienced the eighth anniversary of my brother Kareem's passing, and we hold a memorial each year. But I am okay with today acknowledging that we celebrate the memorial mm-hmm. because it is a moment to acknowledge how far we've come, and it's a moment to acknowledge the power and the jurisdiction and the timelessness of love. Mm -hmm. So while the day that he left us still stings, we still cry, we still can't find the words on some days. I'm aware that to speak his name day after day, year after year, we're privileged to do so as a family. We're privileged to come together and gather and tell story so that even the babies know who he is, even if they didn't spend time with him. Mm-hmm. He is present in conversation, in pictures and photos in the home. We talk about him enough for the babies to know. Mm-hmm. And I celebrate that type of endurance. Yes. I celebrate that type of faith and love in how God's promise has covered our family, though not excluding the day and the days I felt like we weren't covered. Mm-hmm. But in the full picture, I recognize how covered we are. And coming from this memorial space, I recognize that we can't rush to get better. Mm. There is no way to rush to get better. You'll miss all of what it, every emotion is supposed to teach you, and you might rush to pretend better, but you can't rush being better. <laughs> and the complexities of what being better is, because how does it, when does it get better, if their absence, the way you perceive it, is permanent? Mm. Right. Well, what, what gets that? what? What gets better? as I explore it, is you, your ability to resolve what you can not understand, your ability to surrender, to ease your mind from running through the possibilities and the circumstances and that hamster wheel of what if, Mm -hmm. why not different? Mm -hmm. Why not? So you learn to, in some instances, you can control those feelings or experience them without them controlling you.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. What also I identifies getting better is how much you're willing to take inventory and how often you take inventory of what's occupying love's territory Mm -hmm. and every day that you've chosen to put something down and pick up a little bit more love that is better Mm -hmm. every time you go through that experience every time you have the courage to look through yourself Mm -hmm. to look through your feelings to look through your emotions to look through your anger every time you have the courage to look at it and then make a choice to surrender something to pick up more love you are in fact getting better Mm -hmm. But it's ongoing. And better is not a state in which you arrive. Better is the effort of each day, the willingness to pursue each day, the willingness to accept that the day you have is still a gift, though it stings. In my writing, I shared June 12th, life was amazing. And on June 13th, it became a maze. June 13th is the day my brother passed. And uh, better is not getting lost in that maze the same way Mm -hmm. you would get lost Mm -hmm. when you begin to know your way, when you truly begin to recognize that none of it is outward, all of it is inward. Like Anthony Clark says, you have to learn to go within, you'll go without.
0: Mm.
2: So better is that surrendering to going within Mm -hmm. and confronting those feelings Mm -hmm. and confronting the idea that. You just were not called to retaliate, despite it making the most sense to you at times. Mm. So better. You can't rush that. Mm -hmm. Every single day is required. Mm -hmm. Every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful to still have the endurance to come to this practice of not forgetting about him or forgetting about how I feel, but having the courage to work through it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it feels beautiful.
1: I celebrate that. And I love and admire so much how your family is able to do the same as a unit. I've learned so much, so much about grief from your family. In fact, my upbringing kind of intersects the way we experience when a person in our family transitions, it is that they are no longer here. Mm -hmm. And I cannot recall a time or a moment where we had sat together after the funeral and talked about what this person meant to us and how much we loved this person. I think, of course, it comes up occasionally, like in jokes, you know, you remember something about a person and you might bring them up, but the intentional gathering together and bringing forth like images and memories of a loved one Mm -hmm. and then talking about that loved one is so such a beautiful practice, and I think so incredibly necessary for that process that is ongoing mm-hmm. and I learned that from you all, and in fact, I came to understand it even better with Kamayu. I used to think like, okay, when a person transitions, they are gone, right? Mm-hmm. but I just could not let her go. I had so much love and it helped me understand like this is why people spend time memorializing their loved ones it is the way that they keep them present and it is a way to practice the love with them yes because that love does not go away so to make room for it because it is so big it's massive
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: hence massive grief calls for massive love absolutely so i just wanted to share that with you here what I've gathered from being able to be in space and community with your family and really what Kareem's transition has taught us all.
2: Yes. Yes. And Fee, thank you for the way that you have shown up for us through and through this process while experiencing your own relationship with Kareem and the barking dogs in the background. <laughs> it's it's challenging, but I, I'll say this. I think that when people experience what is referred to as out-of-order deaths. Mm-hmm. It disrupts everything you think about time and what you thought time would be and how it works. Yeah. When our elders transition, it can be difficult, but there is a larger philosophy that governs them living a full life. And we know that mortality is a reality. Mm-hmm. So we sometimes can give ourselves reasoning when someone passes at an old age, right? which, you know... In, To my understanding, there was a lot of that in your family and in Mm -hmm. your community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there's something so gentle and radical about outer order passing, namely when a parent loses their child. It shows us how transformative grief is, how massive love is, Mm -hmm. and how much space it can actually take up.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: And my family's had to experience this and we've had to experience this. And to me, it's really powerful looking at these experiences in grief how they're growing my family Mm -hmm. in our power and our wisdom, the the wisdom that hard days reveal. (laughs) Even so far as I'm watching the babies take up the wisdom. Mm -hmm. Kareem's daughter spoke at the memorial this year. But before I get there, I also just want to acknowledge that the eldest male, my oldest brother, Keon, how he makes provision each year in holding this and exploring his feelings and holding space for the family while still trying to process his own feelings as kareem is his first younger brother (laughs) and one of his closest friends so i really want to just hold space for his humanity and you know keon being born in a in the decade before me a lot of men from his decade never had the chance to fully emote and process their feelings because of systemic designs that invalidated their feelings so i really admire his courage to lead the family in this way and processing our feelings. Mm-hmm. But I talked about how this love is massive and how it transforms a family when the babies pick up the wisdom. Mm-hmm. So to hear Jeanette speak, who is just a child, still a child, but a young adult now, <laughs> 19, but to hear her speak with her own wisdom and her own truth and her own courage was so impactful and chilling because of her honesty, Yeah, her honesty, I mean, spoke to the the depth of those feelings in that in the yard that day, and then not being able to look past the fact that her father passed at a young age, and you know my younger sister experienced the transition of her partner, an unexpected health complication, and I have three nieces who don't have their father,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and they are what seven, five, and three. Yep. So to watch my nineteen-year-old niece speak to this experience and give this wisdom that transfer of knowledge wasn't for us it was for her baby cousins who will have to process their own realities as their cognition intent you know as it increases yeah so i'm watching the family be present for each other multi-generationally and this was one of the first times that i can be present with the experience of the memorial in fullness and i could pay attention to my family and Those who couldn't speak, Mm -hmm. those who couldn't find their words, Mm -hmm. those who sat and you can see it. And um, it was beautiful to be able to be this present in the experience. And I was able to be this present in the experience because I realized I know how I feel. I'm not searching for my feelings. My bones didn't clench up the day before. I didn't have anticipatory sadness. Mm -hmm. Now the day of, I was impacted differently than I expected because I don't know how it shows up. Yeah. But on the 13th, I just had this very tough time focusing on anything and had a lot of work to do. And I was just trying to figure out how to f- how to get this this work done, understanding, oh, my body is having its own response. But yeah. I was able to understand my feelings because I recognize that I've been privileged for all these years of been processing my feelings. I've spoken about my brother on every album I've released mm-hmm. since his passing. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I explored in writing creative writing. I I explored in journaling. I explored in faith and prayer. I mean, we put two films out. Yeah. One of which received an Emmy, Dear Beloved, and When the Waters Get Deep. I realized that I've been working so intentionally in understanding my feelings because the first wave, I couldn't understand them. Mm -hmm. They hit me hard. And it was also, I didn't want to understand them. It's like I wanted to feel how I feel, but I had to examine how those feelings would impact my My wellness, my health, my sustainability long-term. So exploring my emotions through so many creative endeavors. And just to be clear, songwriting is not just what people hear. It takes so much exploration to produce those lyrics. It takes so much investigating to produce those lyrics. So for every song you hear, hundreds of hours Mm, spent thinking about how I'm feeling. Yeah before I could even begin to articulate and then be confident enough to let it go in something as timeless as music many times over and then have the courage to tell a story on film. I remember the vulnerability. I remember questioning whether or not to let them into my family. What would this mean?
0: Yeah.
2: But it has aided me in ways that I feel privileged to experience mm. and honored to bring before my family.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And my family has honor and Kareem Johnson has honor.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And every time we talk about Kareem, his siblings will talk about what it was like growing up with him, talk about what it was in adulthood and early adulthood and his interest and what he could fix and what he could make and his jokes and what he could cook and what he could build (laughs) and his favorite words or his favorite dance moves. And then there is this larger population, much larger than my family, who know him as Mr. K. (laughs) And they tell stories of him as their teacher (laughs) and as their instructor instructional aid and as a recreational aid and as their out-of-school time learning specialist and and then you hear all of this magic that far exceeds the stories we tell
0: Mm
2: -hmm. and i love when a new person comes to the memorial and tells a story that we haven't heard
0: Mm -hmm. already Mm -hmm.
2: and it happens every year this year one of his friends came and his words were short and of a different cadence than everyone in my family and he just talked about how solid he was he said that was my man's He was solid Mm -hmm. no matter what situation I was in. He was solid and he said it with repetition and conviction from a walk of life that many don't know. And I was so, so touched to hear it just like that. Mm. I want to hear all of the nuance of his character Mm -hmm. because there was nuance for show. (laughs) Kareem was multi-layered.
1: Yes, he was.
2: As we all are. Mm hmm. He had the courage to exist in his multi-layers. He did. He didn't cover any of them up.
1: And he made a bomb ass tuna sandwich. <laughs> a bomb ass tuna sandwich.
2: <laughs> and he could install beat in a car real well. He did. <laughs> and he get under the hood. <laughs> he did. He definitely installed the deck. And the, he was an artist. A, a phenomenal artist.
1: He drew that picture of us.
2: He could He could draw. <laughs> he was an amazing songwriter. He loved to garden. He could. He could grow anything. He loved to garden. I remember he took a home economics course in middle school. He was learning how to sew and he created a little business for himself where he would make pillows. Really? Yes. And he would stitch the faces of whoever is popular in music. (laughs) So he had the crisscross pillow.
1: That's cute. Right? Uh You know,
2: girls love Mm crisscross. I remember the crisscross. I was really impressed. He had some other ones. And I remember him being teased for making pillows, right? And I also remember him getting sent home because he beat somebody up.
1: Not with that pillow.
2: He didn't beat him up with a pillow. No, he's not. He's not the type to beat somebody up with a pillow. Okay.
1: Okay. (laughs) Well, it's middle school. I know. Go ahead.
2: (laughs) No, but my favorite thing is he was the smallest of all of us in frame. Oh, man. But he had fire, right? He had all the fire. Imagine this. Imagine this guy who is making pillows <laughs> with <laughs> with the faces of R and B stars stitched into them, uh, and would see you about it, right? If you had something and to I'm say, see you about it. But when his when his endeavor took off, when his pillows were selling, everybody was like, "Yo, he's genius," right? And I remember my brothers, like they didn't have the skill to make these pillows. <laughs> now, granted, his brothers weren't teasing him because they understood the hustle.
1: Mm -hmm. but
2: I admired his creativity. He created through every medium he did to cook the color.
1: He had a pretty good Brown stew chicken too.
2: He was also the most organized of all of us, Mm -hmm. of all the brothers. He had the most organized systems. Mm -hmm. And I remember that about him. Every apartment that I ever went to, he had systems better than me and all and the rest of our (laughs) brothers. But these were like little things that you realize Mm -hmm. were the making of somebody great. Yeah. And, uh, I'm just grateful that I get a chance to process that. And I want to offer to anybody who's experiencing grief, a sibling, you're coming up on year one, year two, five months, two months. This is the first summer without them. Mm. It rearranges your calendar. Mm -hmm. It rearranges the the route you take. You see a car that looked like theirs. You see someone that reminds you of them. For everyone who's experiencing that, I bid you grace to take your time. There is no growth in the process of rushing grief. Mm -hmm. I love you. I see you and I honor your grief. It is sacred and you are beautiful.
1: Mm -hmm. I have an affirmation I can close with and it's on page 82. I am the author and timekeeper of my grieving process. I will do what I need to do when I need to do it and I will know when that is.
2: Mm -hmm. I encourage you to look within so you know what that is and when that is. And I acknowledge and make room if you don't know what it is or when it is right now, because it can be that disorienting. But there is love for you and there is grace for you. Thank you all for making space. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga.
1: With Kariga and Felicia.
2: And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Mm -hmm. And for the families who have been shifted by grief, for the siblings who don't speak the way they used to. I bid you peace. And in love's perfect timing, it will be revealed. Mm -hmm. Thank you to our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver. (laughs) Thank you to our producer, Crystal Hill. Our wonderful editor, Masu McLemore. Thank you. From our family to yours, may we all love more abundantly. Peace.
1: Massive love.